everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I am Jim, and this is another one of our Spotlight episodes where I pick and choose from the back catalog of our Patreon account and offer you a free glimpse at some of the shows that we do. This one is from August 26th of 2018 and an episode of our Secret Origins podcast. This one where I talk about first appearance and origin of Dick Grayson Robin from Detective Comics number 38. And that's what this podcast is all about. Going back to check out the first appearances and or origin of a bunch of characters flip-flopping between the DC and the Marvel side of things. So if you do like what you hear and you want a ton more like this, go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science. The link will be in the show notes as well. But we're going to get on with this again. This is Robin, Dick Grayson Robin from Detective Comics number 38. Holy understatements, Batman. Dick Grayson was created by Bill Finger and Bob Kane in 1940 and first appeared in Detective Comics number 38 as the first Robin. He is the youngest of the family of acrobats known as the Flying Graysons. Dick watched as a mafia boss named Tony Zuko killed his parents in order to extort money from the circus that employed them. After the tragic murder, Batman Bruce Wayne takes Dick in his legal ward and trains him to become his crime-fighting partner, Robin. Robin's debut was an effort to get younger readers to enjoy Batman. The name Robin the Boy Wonder and the medieval look of the original costume are inspired by the legendary hero Robin Hood, as well as the red-breasted American Robin, which parallels the winged motif of Batman. He was born on the first day of spring, son of John Grayson and Mary Grayson, a young, errorless couple. Robin's origin has a thematic connection to Batman's in that both see their parents killed by criminals, creating an urge to battle the criminal element. Bruce sees a chance to direct the anger and rage that Dick feels in a way that he himself cannot, thus creating a father-son bond and understanding between the two. Throughout the 1940s and 1950s, DC Comics portrayed Batman and Robin as a team, deeming them the dynamic duo, rarely publishing a Batman story without a sidekick. Stories entirely devoted to Robin appeared in Star Spangled Comics, from 1947 through 1952, and now Detective Comics number 38. All right. And, of course, this was written by Bill Finger, art by Bob Kane and Jerry Robinson. It came out during the month of April of 1940, and it cost a shiny dime, 10 cents. That would be great if they still only cost a dime. And the cover's the first thing we'll talk about. It's a pretty iconic cover. It has Batman holding a hoop, a paper hoop, with Robin jumping through it, his cape all flying behind him, and it says, the sensational character from 1940, Robin the Boy Wonder. And, you know, that's a pretty big statement there, the sensational character find, but pretty much true. Uh, and it starts off by setting the scene by saying, first off, you get a little bit of a background of Batman, but if you were reading Detective Comics already... You probably knew who Batman was, but it tells about the brooding dark figure of Batman, which kind of is the reason why you have Robin there. Uh, you have a, a dark character in Batman. Robin gives it a little bit of a lightness to it and also a point of view character for little boys to kind of grab on. And yeah, I, I hate to say for little boys, but at that point, that's what they were going for. Uh, and you get a 
little bit of a background to set up the scene. It says, our scene, a rising young town outside the big city where the Haley Circus plays an engagement. Inside the big tent, the Flying Grayson's father, mother, and young son, Dick, swing on the flying trapeze. And me and Eric have made fun of the idea that they haven't changed the aerialist, you know, flying trapeze deal of the Flying Grayson's for the modern times. I'm glad they haven't. I mean, we make fun of it only because how many characters there are when, when Dick Grayson now is like, hey, uh, I was part of the Flying Graysons, and everybody seems to know it. Uh, anybody right now name the biggest trapeze artists in the world at this moment, and, and I'll give you a shiny dime, because that is not something of our time. But they're not going to change that. Uh, I still like it, and it's pretty cool. But you get right into it. And when you read these old issues, uh, because me and Reggie, especially on the site right now, we're getting into doing a lot of retro things, you realize the condensed basis of these stories Uh, a lot of these issues will be 15 pages and yet you'll get more information you'll get right to it more than six issues that we're getting right now in dc comics and sometimes that's bad most of the time it's good i i really like it because right away you set the scene and immediately dick grayson is walking by haley's office and here's him getting he's getting the shakedown You have these gangsters there that are Tony Zuko's guys, and they are telling Haley, hey, listen, you better give us money or there might be an accident. And he doesn't want any parts of it. I mean, he's a stand-up guy, I guess. Uh, If he would have paid money, Dick Grayson never would have become Robin, but he's not going to pay. He's like, listen, you're not going to shake me down. Now, in my mind, when I read this, I thought to myself, well, he probably is traveling. I mean, usually these circuses do travel. So maybe in his mind, Haley's just like, well, we're only going to be in town a week and then we'll get the heck out of here. And, you know, why pay them now? He just doesn't want to do it because they're criminals. Uh, That is a big mistake, especially for the Flying Graysons, because what they do is they end up putting acid on the ropes. And Dick Grayson then has to watch while his parents fall to their deaths and they watch. Now, in the meantime, they say... The next night in the audience, Bruce Wayne, the Batman, enjoys the show. And you see Bruce there. And in this whole deal, Bruce's big thing that he does throughout is he likes to smoke his pipe. And so he seems to be in the crowd, very snazzy uh, plaid little uh, outfit he has on, uh, smoking the pipe. And yeah, there's the big accident where the Flying Graysons die. Uh, And that's where Dick Grayson, he decides right away. That he is going to take matters in his own hands. He's going to go and he's going to kill these gangsters. He's going to at least fight them because he hears them then. That's when they go back to Haley and say, hey, too bad about that accident there, Haley. And he's like, oh, listen, you murderers, whatever. He doesn't go to the cops. Instead, he does what, you know, most people would do in these comics. He now is going to pay the gangsters so they don't kill anybody else. But unfortunately... And it's a little too late for Dick Grayson. He does not have a mother and father. And what happens is as he's standing outside, he's about to bust in. Batman, Bruce, has gone and changed into Batman and comes and says, listen, this isn't the way you, you do this. Uh, you know, I know you want revenge. You want to get these murders, but you are just a little kid right now. Yeah, you might be able to do some somersaults. You might be able to get on that trapeze. But these are gangsters. They will kill you. Come with me. And this is where, if you ever have the idea that Batman's a little creepy uh, with his young wards, he just shows up. Dick Grayson's parents, uh, their bodies are probably still warm. They're they're just there. Uh, There's no funeral yet or anything. And Batman just swoops in and says, hey, 
by the way, uh, I'm Batman. Come with me, little boy. And he goes, and this is where they are driving, and he ends up telling him, listen, I am... Uh, I'm Batman, but I'm I'm Bruce Wayne. I same thing happened to me. My parents died. Uh, I saw them die just like you. And that's kind of the setup of this whole deal, where Dick Grayson and Batman do have that same origin type deal, where they both had bad people kill their parents. Uh, Batman, because just a, a happenstance, and you know, for just to get pearls and money, things like that. Though that changes down the line and things like that. They always want to play around. And Dick Grayson's parents were just unlucky to be the ones to prove a point that, you know, Haley needed quote-unquote protection from accidents. So you go and they're driving and this is where you have Dick Grayson realize, okay, so Batman, you had the same thing. You know what? I want to be your sidekick. And in in a lot of comics now, you would have this idea where... Batman or any character, you'd have the sidekick guy say, listen, I want to be a sidekick. I want to fight crime like you, Batman. I want to take revenge on criminals. And usually you'll have this, no, it's not for you. Uh, you know, it's a very dangerous life. I don't want it. No, no. Batman's like, okay, let's go. Lights a candle back at the mansion and basically says an oath to swear in Dick Grayson as Robin and said, I swear that we two will fight together against crime, corruption, and never to swerve from the path of righteousness. And in this candlelight, uh, you know, ceremony, Dick says, I swear it. And then it says the training begins. And you see Bruce is training him. And it's one of those funny things like, is it he's teaching Dick and Dick's teaching him because they start off by the trapeze. I'm like, maybe he's easing them in. I don't think he needs help on the trapeze. They also do a little speed bag. You have some jujitsu. Uh, there's some pretty funny things. Now, again, this is now two pages in, and we have had the death of the Flying Graysons, a dick going to take revenge, but being stopped by Batman. Batman taking him home, having a candlelight thing about the whole idea of becoming Robin, and now training. Two pages. That's all it took. And they go from there. Dick has had all this training. It's so funny here because you have Robin there. He's trained. We've done this two pages. He's ready to rock. And so he wants to know, okay, what's my first job? I need, you know, I need to do this. I'm ready, Batman. I'm ready to go. He goes up and it says Dick Grayson. He goes and he's sitting there with Bruce and they're talking. And uh, Bruce is lighting up his pipe. He, He has a habit here. Uh, and Dick's like, okay, what's our next move? What are we going to do? And Bruce is like, well, my boy, you're going to be a newsie. And he sends him back to the town to be a grubby, dirty-faced news kid, it says. And he's there selling papers in order to get into the newsboy racket, which will then lead them to the gangsters that did this. Now, is this something that I'm not aware of that in the 40s? The, all the newsboys were, you know, on the on the take. Is this where if you want? I understand wanting to get the news and things like that. Uh, but I guess Bruce knew that these newsboys in this town were not on the, you know, they were pretty down and dirty. And it works because Dick Grayson finds out that the people who are doing the newspapers, uh, there are some gangsters that are skimming off the top. It's one of those like, yeah, yeah, buddy. We pay them five bucks, and then we get to keep ten cents, stuff like that. So Dick goes back, reports it to Bruce, who, once again, is still smoking his pipe. He's going to have problems with this. Uh, And 
you know, Dick's like, hey, uh, they said that, that they would go collect tomorrow. I'll get to go to the gangster. He's like, this is good. You know, when they collect the money from you, and these are the kids, these are the middlemen or the middle kids that are going to collect this money. And he says, tell them, see where they go. So he does do that. He does exactly that. And they go back to a house. And when they go, he sneaks up and he listens in. And this is where he sees and hears Tony Zuko for the first time. And it seems that things aren't going so great for the Zuko empire because he's saying to them, his gangsters there, listen. And it's it's so great because Tony Zuko is classic gangster. Every line sees to ends with C. So he's like, you know, all you see, you got to get it, see? And it's it's one of those. It made me laugh so much when I was reading and reviewing it. Uh, but yeah, he's blown his stack. And I mean, you see it. He's blown his stack. He's smoking a cigar. But there, there is a, a steam coming out of his ears, out of his eyes, his nose. He, he's having a fit because they don't have enough money. And the newsboys aren't exactly the biggest racket in town. So what he does is say, you know what we're going to do, see? We're going to make everybody pay for protection, see? Well, in the meantime, Dick Grayson goes and tells Batman this is what's going on. So as the gangsters start going around and trying to shake down the local businessmen, uh, Batman shows up. And, and it's classic conk heads. You know, you have two gangsters there and they're like, listen, buddy, you're going to pay us for protection. And Batman just shows up and knocks their heads together like it's the Three Stooges. But it gets even better because then Batman takes it to the street. Batman, with this info and knowing where Tony Zuko is and all of his backdoor shenanigans, he goes and pretty much raids all of Tony Zuko's big places, a lot of gambling places. It's the best, even one that looks like a disco, even like a 1940s version of a disco. He ends up going in and wrecks house. He busts through windows. He ends up at one point picking up a gambling table and throwing it into people. He does that a couple times, actually. You have some of the people who are there. They're grabbing the money and stuff, but he, he's just wrecking house. He boots this one gangster out by his butt. He ends up getting what appears to be a slot machine and just hits it with an axe. I mean, he's taken to the streets. Tony Zuko gets word of this. And they hey, boss, you know, there's a lot of trouble going on. This this Batman's, he, he's going, hey, you see? I don't want to hear about the Batman, see? But he gets a present. He gets a package sent to him in the mail. And this is where you have a lot of things that Batman does, uh, even now, then, whenever, that you kind of be like, boy, you're a little screwed up there, Batman. And this is kind of one of them where he sends a package. And Tony Zuko opens up the package. And there's a live bat in it that flies out. I'm like, well, what is Batman doing sending live bats uh, to people? But, hey, it's a message. It's a message indeed with a letter. And the letter says, and it's classic, it says, get out of town, Zuko. I know you're also trying to get protection money from the company that is putting up the Cayman building. Stay away. I'm protecting that building from your protection mob. And then it has a picture of the bat. And, you know, Batman ain't going to sign anything that they could trace back. Just a picture of a bat. Now, he has sent a letter and a live bat to Tony Zuko that says, listen, don't get near this building. It, it's such a setup. And Zuko, he falls for it right away. He falls for it. He's like, listen, nobody's going to tell me to stay away from that sea. We're going to go to that Cayman building. I'm still the boss, see? And they're going to go. And their plan is they're going to go to this Cayman building and they're going to blow it up. They're going to end up going. They want to go to the top floor and blow it up with dynamite. So when they're doing this, uh, as they go up, and as I'm talking about this, one of the things that kind of comes in, and I'm even thinking about it as I'm doing it, 
there's more Batman at this point than Robin, but that changes because when they go up, Robin is there waiting. He ends up going and attacking. Uh, and it, it's one of those where you're getting a lot of his acrobatics. So it really plays into his strengths where they're, and they're on girders and he's laughing. Robin is laughing. He ends up at one point where you have gangsters there and it, the description is great. He says, as the shot whistles past Robin, they're, they're shooting guns at him. Uh, he takes a stone from his belt and places it in a queer-looking instrument, the slingshot. He, he has a slingshot, like a, and this is more of like a, a you know, a Davy and Goliath kind of slingshot type deal where he swings it above his head and, and whips the rock. I would think that kids of that day might know what that is. And I don't know that that's such a queer-looking instrument of those days, but that's what they say. He ends up, he ends up hitting a guy. Right in the head. He ends up falling. Then Robin leaps, gets on a hook, swings over, kicks three gangsters at once as Zuko's there. And, huh, what's going on with this kid? But what happens then, he ends up fighting. He slips, grabs onto a girder, and one of the gangsters comes up. Now he's hanging off the girder. One of the gangsters comes up, and he's going to step on his toes. The classic step on the – or step on his fingers. I'm sorry. Uh, with The classic. And as he's down, now, say your prayers, buddy. Dick swings around and kicks the guy. And I'm telling you, as this is going on, you're not seeing a lot of the repercussions. I believe that Dick Grayson has killed at least five people at this point. Just killed them. They are at the top of, you know, a 70-story building that's being built on girders. And you kick a guy, and the guy's flying off. He's not saving Nobody's saving him. That guy's dead. Uh, while this is going on, you do have Tony Zuko bring out his gun. He's going to shoot Robin, and that's where Batman decides it's time for him to come in. He swings in, kicks uh, Tony Zuko in the back, punches him right in the face, ends up just doing all these things. The one guy ends up with a uh, a rope that goes around him because Batman, they think that this guy's getting away. Uh, Batman throws like the hook, the rope chain goes around the guy's neck, and there's another guy dead. And so what ends up, they get, and actually, this guy doesn't die. I don't know how, because this guy's name's Blade. They get him, and Blade signs a confession right then and there, which is the classic. While they are there fighting, Batman brings out the paper and has the guy sign the confession. I don't know how that's going to stand in court. Uh, but yeah, as this is going on, Zuko gets mad. He starts screaming and yelling. Uh, at all of this, and uh, that's where he's like, you know, you're going down, so go, what? Ah, there's no evidence. See? There's no evidence. He's like, no, no, didn't you see? Well, not only do we have a signed confession, but there was a camera that, that Robin had, and he was taking pictures of all this. So, pictures, confession, guilty, and we see where it says, days later, it's already headlines, Zuko guilty. Back in the 40s, they could push things through the legal system very quickly. And that's where you end. Where And and the reason at the beginning, I didn't even say it as well as I should have. Dick ended up showing up beforehand. He wanted to get in on the action before Batman. So that's why he was supposed to hide, stay you know, silent. He he couldn't help himself. He's he's the boy wonder. He He ended up fighting these guys. Luckily, Batman came and saved his bacon. Or he would have been dead at that one point. Uh... But that's where you end with a pipe-smoking Bruce Wayne saying, Well, Dick, now that your parents' deaths have been avenged, are you going back to circus life? So this is at the end. You still – it's kind of silly to think that that would be the case. But if you're reading this first issue and you're really enjoying it, oh, my God, Robin's so great. And then all of a sudden at the end, like, 
Oh, there you go, Dick. Are you, you going to go back to circus life? Tony Zuko is arrested. He's in jail now. Everything's fine. I guess you're going to go back, right? And he's like, nah, I think mom and dad would like me to go on fighting crime. And as for me, well, I love adventure. There he goes. And then the best part ever in the end. This is where uh, Bruce there, still smoking the pipe. He's lighting it again. He says, okay, you reckless little squirt. I ought to whale you for jumping those men alone. Why didn't you wait for me? And he goes, ah, I didn't want to miss out on all the fun. Say, I can hardly wait till we go on our next case. I bet it'll be a corker. I'm like, oh, it will. And then you have thrills, thrills, and more thrills is what that amazing character, the Batman and the sensational find in 1940, Robin the Boy Wonder, will give you with every comic strip, give you in every issue with their astounding exploits. Watch for next month's thrilling episode. And there you have it. Uh, I really like it. I actually reviewed it on the site if you hadn't seen that, and I gave it a 10 out of 10. It's a classic. I mean, you, I can sit there and say, uh, you know, the art is it's 1940. And it's a classic. It is a legitimate. There's not a lot of things that I will legitimately say are classics. This is one of them. And it is. It's great. So, yeah, that is Detective Comics number 38. Uh, if you can get a hold of it. And I, I actually, obviously, I don't have a copy of Detective Comics number 38. I actually have Robin a celebration of 75 years, the trade that came out, which is awesome. And if you are a Dick Grayson fan, Dick Grayson being my favorite character is why I got it. And I had it for a while now. Uh, but if you can get a hold of those anniversary trades, they are really, really good. And they have them for just about every character uh, that you can go. Even Two-Face. Two-Face has one. Lois has one. Lex Luthor. They're really cool. And a lot of these retro things that I'm doing are going to be from those that you know those celebrations because as we go i'm going to get a bunch of them uh but i will end by telling you dick grayson has appeared as robin in several other media adaptations the 1943 serial played by douglas croft the 1949 serial played by johnny duncan the 1966 to 68 live action batman television series and its motion motion picture portrayed by burt ward and that is where i fell in love with robin he was my favorite and still is burt ward's my favorite dick grayson robin and that is what I fell in love with as a kid watching reruns way before I even picked up any comics. Uh, played by Chris O'Donnell in the 1995 film Batman Forever and its 1997 sequel Batman and Robin. Yes, we have mentioned that. He will next be seen on the upcoming Titans television series from the new DC streaming service. Played by Brenton Thwaites. Lauren Lester voiced the character as Robin in Batman in the animated series and later as Nightwing's first screen adaptation on the new Batman adventures. But there you go. That is the secret origin and first appearance of Dick Grayson. Robin, I hope you like this. I hope this is something that you guys will get a kick out of. And really, I believe this is going to be the first ever badass level podcast. This is only for you badasses. So I hope you enjoy it. And maybe some other people will hear about it and some other things that we're going to do for the badass because you guys deserve more than just a vote. Uh, I, I think that you guys deserve just about everything. So this is for you. You can let me know how you like it, if it's something that you do enjoy. I'm going to keep doing them. I hope to get a little better at doing it. Just kind of threw this out here, uh, trying to get my feet in it and my feet wet, my toes wet with it. But yeah, thanks a lot, everybody. Thanks for all your support. And I hope you like it again. Just let me know, and I'll talk to you later. 